Dramas. We are your hosts, Karen and Kathy. Saturday, March 25th, 2023 was a grand affair in China. It was the much-awaited and anticipated Weibo Night or Weibo Zhiye. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. This podcast is in English with proper nouns and certain phrases spoken in Mandarin Chinese. We mentioned back in October or so that we were looking forward to the red carpet events of the winter of 2022 or early 2023. But so many of these events, such as the GQ Awards or even the TV Awards, were very poorly attended. There was also COVID, you know, spreading all throughout China. So over the past award season, it was pretty boring. But last Saturday, this was a heavily scrutinized event. And it has not been hosted for, I think, two years due to the pandemic. So for it to be held this year meant that it was the red carpet event of the year. What is Weibo Night? On paper, it's an event hosted by Weibo to celebrate the accomplishments of the actors and actresses over the past year. Imagine if Twitter hosted an award ceremony. Awards are handed out and celebrities come to accept their awards. In reality, this has turned into a primarily red carpet event where everyone watching is hoping to catch a glimpse of their favorite celebrity walk the red carpet, walk on stage with other celebrities, and potentially see them interact. These awards basically hold no weight, and this is just an excuse of a night to grab some headlines and eyeballs. There really isn't an equivalent in the U.S. Maybe I think the People's Choice Awards where fans vote for the awards because for Wei Bo yeah, there is some like fan element to it. But the People's Choice Awards are much more relaxed. Here, all of the celebrities are competing with each other with all of the haute couture that can be seen on the red carpet. Many of your favorite Chinese entertainment celebrities arrived in Shanghai for the award ceremony. To say that it was an important day for celebrities is an understatement. It was the day of the year for men and women, well, particularly women, to showcase their red carpet style. To give some stats, and this is coming from the official Weibo account uh, to recap the night, which means that we will, I guess, just take what we have here. I have no way of validating if this number or these numbers are accurate. Uh, they said that there were over 690 million accounts watching the live stream of the event with over 10 million total hours watched by these accounts. There were over 120 trending topics and more than 12 explosive trending topics for that night. So that is to say there were a lot and a lot of eyeballs on the people who attended this event. Now, there was plenty of intrigue leading up to the day of the event, but by the morning of the 25th, Saturday, so many celebrities had already started posting their professional photos of the outfits they were going to wear on Weibo night. Essentially how it works is all of these celebrities posted these beautifully done up photos on their Weibo account in order to get fan interest to see them on the red carpet or see them during the awards show that night. Typically for Chinese awards shows, celebrities, mainly the female celebrities, have now decided to go with two 
outfits for each night. One for the red carpet and then one for the actual event itself. The red carpet happens starting at like 2 p.m. And then the award event itself is probably at like seven or eight. So there is time in between. But this just goes to show you how seriously these celebrities take these events. The goal, of course, is to drum up a lot of interest online and on the red carpet to help them, I guess, gain more popularity for the months and years to come. I will say, Kathy and I had a ton of fun time scrolling Weibo endlessly (laughs) that night uh, on the 24th and into the 25th, just trying to stay up to date on who posted what and also commenting on the various outfits. So with that intro to Weibo night, let's highlight some of the biggest stories. Number one, what I think was really funny is that after everything we've just said about the red carpet, the red carpet event was actually unceremoniously cut short. Plenty of celebrities were hoping to make a statement on the red carpet with these meticulously chosen outfits and expertly done hair and makeup. And while some people were able to walk the red carpet earlier on in the day, event coordinators had to cancel the rest of the red carpet. The reason why the ceremony was cut short, though, was actually due to the number of fans crowding outside of the arena in Shanghai. This event was probably one of the first time in years where fans could gather around to catch a glimpse of their favorite celebrities. And the sheer number of fans caused gridlock both on the crosswalk and in the streets. Fans really did come out for their celebrities, though. And sometimes, I don't know, maybe thinking about this fan culture, I don't know if it's good or not. Some fans slept overnight on the streets, like in sleeping bags and in tents to make sure they got a spot to like, you know, circle out or carve out a piece of like land for their celebrity. There was flags, food, pop-up stations that were set up. The singer and actor Liu Yuning, his fans somehow managed to line up a whole slew of Ferraris to drive around. And then, of course, Xiao Zhan's fans decided to go the opposite direction and volunteer in his name instead. That's a really good way to celebrate or represent your, uh, your celebrity. Right. And then I watched a video where apparently there was a couple getting married right where the event was held, like nearby. And then the fans of TF Boys decided to just come in and celebrate the wedding as in like they were just all cheering (laughs) because it was an outdoor wedding. And then the couple was actually like, um, you know, throwing some candies for them to like thank them for, you know, giving, bringing joy or cheer for the wedding. Unfortunately, all of this excitement from fans was for naught as the organizers were forced to cancel the red carpet after orders from the police. So what happened is several people did walk the red carpet, but they weren't your heavy hitters. I guess they weren't your A-list celebrities. And you just got, you know, some decent, not quite great looks on the red carpet. And people were like, "Mm, come on, where are the others? And then we heard this news. Apparently, a lot of the A-list celebrities who were waiting to walk the red carpet got the news and then headed straight back to their hotel until the event actually started later in the evening. So talk about a rather big humiliation. Can you imagine if the Oscar uh, red carpet was just unceremoniously canceled? That was not super fun. Poor planning. So number two for highlights for this evening is one of the more talked about events was actually the seating placement of the various stars. 
Everyone was saying basically whoever made the seating arrangements most certainly knew how to stir up conversation. What do I mean? There were plenty of pictures uh, of people sitting together on the event night. And for example, we have Wang Hedi and Yu Shuxin, who were the main pair from uh, Love Between Fairy and Devil that made huge waves last year. They were sitting next to each other. And on the other side of Wang Hedi or Dylan Wang was Bai Lu. The two of them just wrapped up filming a drama uh, with each other. So, of course, this made all of the fans super excited because of, I'm pretty sure a lot of listeners really did like Dylan Wong and Esther Yushushin in Love Between Fairy and Devil. So fans were all over the moon to see them together sitting uh, next to each other for Wave One Night. We also did have members of the popular boy group TF Boys sitting next to each other after disbanding for several years. However, there were comments how some of them sat together. I think Wang Junkai chose not to. I can't remember if it was Wang Junkai or Wang Yuan, but they also decided not to interact later. And, you know, that kind of broke all of the fans' hearts <laughs> as well. So there was a lot of kind of commentary on who sat next to whom, etc. We had Dili Jopa, the A-list celebrity Dili Jopa, sit next to Xiao Zhan. But for some reason, for the entire night, the two of them never actually got to sit next to each other. Their seats were next to each other, but she was off doing something when he was sitting there, and then he was off doing something when she was sitting there. So there were never actually photos of them sitting next to each other, which was very, very odd. And of course, the most important thing, for me at least, is that many of the Chinese paladin stars or co-stars from Xianjian Qixia Zhuan were seated next to each other in the same row. So let's talk about this group of people uh, a little bit further. The biggest awards for the night were Weibo King and Queen, and they were given to Hu Ge and Liu Yifei, respectively. Now, this is very interesting because the two of them starred in Xianjian Qixia Zhuan, or Chinese Paladin, all the way back more than 18 years ago. The two of them were sitting together uh, in the audience while they were watching the ceremony uh, event take place. Now, this was such a fun reunion for fans who have been watching or grew up watching Chinese Paladin like ourselves. Hu Ge and Liu Yifei portrayed the main characters Li Xiaoyao and Zhao Lingyue, respectively, in the first Chinese Paladin. The two got on stage to accept the Weibo King and Queen uh, awards for that night, which uh, was a total throwaway award, but it was a blast from the past to see both of them on stage together after almost two decades since the uh, drama came out. <laughs> and that also speaks to how old you know we are. But it was really sweet because on stage, Hu Ge acknowledged a promise that their characters had in the drama that after 10 years, they would meet up together and be happy. Hu Ge said that it was because of this promise from the drama that Zhao Lingyue, so what uh, Liu Yifei's character said, that Hu Ge is now one of the luckiest and happiest men alive, given that he is married and just had a daughter. For me, it made my heart swell like three times to hear him say this because it was just so sweet. It was really nice to see Hu Ge and Liu Yifei on stage together because that drama, Xianjian Qixia Zhuan or Chinese Paladin, was the drama to really um, skyrocket both of their careers and made them household names. And they actually haven't interacted uh, a lot with each other since. And so 
it was so nice for old fans of Chinese dramas like ourselves to see this interaction. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen Chinese Paladin, go watch it. It is one of the classics of Chinese dramas. In the same universe of Chinese Paladin, we also got a reunion for Chinese Paladin 3, or Xian Xian Qi Xia Zhuan San. In that drama, we have the same male lead Hu Ge act alongside Yang Mi and Liu Shishi. All three are now household names. Yang Mi and Liu Shishi had their own respective smash hits of Gong and Bu Bu Jingxing, but they started out more or less with Chinese Paladin 3. It was great to see them all sitting next to each other. So you had Liu Yifei, then Hu Ge, then I think Liu Shishi, and then Yang Mi, and then Angela Baby all in one row. People are all posting comparison photos between them and now, and wow, all of them have aged so well. I will admit, I feel like the ladies have aged a little bit better than Hu Ge, but who cares? I still want to look that good um, when I'm their age. What's so interesting is that there was one person who was conspicuously missing and was supposed to be in attendance, and this one celebrity was Tang Yan or Tiffany Tang. She played Zi Xuan in Chinese Paladin 3 and is really good friends with Hu Ge. <laughs> Her night was just absolutely ridiculous. She was slated to attend, but for some reason, her team also scheduled a live stream for her to promote a product. So she literally was in black tie formal wear, live streaming a product, and then rushed over to the arena for the event. She was even trending on Weibo because everyone was like, where is Tang Yan? And people knew that she was going to attend because people could see that there was a seat designated for her. And then everyone's like, why is she not there? People found out, oh, she's live streaming and then saw her kind of like rush over. But that's not the craziest part. The craziest part was that she was apparently shut out of the event from even entering. Fans were posting on Weibo that like they weren't letting her in. So in the end, she did post a photo of her heading to the arena, like in her formal wear and saying thanks for the evening. But she never showed up to the event. So she never actually walked on stage or sat in the audience. <laughs> From what I've seen as well, apparently she was supposed to receive an award that night. And event organizers even pushed back the timing of when that award was given to try to accommodate for Talian to show up. But she never did. <laughs> This is an absolute fail on so many parts from Tang Yan's team and also the organizers. I think there's a theme about like the fail on the organizer side. <laughs> there's also a whole besties turned enemies relationship between Tang Yan and Yang Mi that's quite interesting, but we won't get to it this time. And people were speculating if they would even talk to each other during this time. They were once BFFs and now mm, they barely talk to each other. What was really funny, though, for Tang Yan is that fans were absolutely pissed at her management team on her behalf. And so I think to placate her fans, Tang Yan posted a bunch of photos afterwards to just say that she had a great night. She had fun. And they were, you know, really nicely uh, doctored photos of her in her beautiful gowns. And if you read all the comments under those photos, they were all just like, uh... 
I love you, Tiffany Tang, but you need to change your management team. This was awful. There were just tons and tons of comments of uh, fans being extremely mad at her management team for making her miss such an important event. It was actually just very interesting to see how this went down for Tang Yan. So if we actually think about the event in itself, it was very meh. Like we mentioned earlier, the awards hold no weight. So literally anyone who showed up received an award and they did have some like, you know, sports component to it. And it was just overall rather interesting, but eh, whatever. Some of the interactions on stage and off though were absolutely hilarious because they were just so awkward. And I guess that's what we were all looking for because those are the moments that generate headlines. I'm going to list some of these out. So when Huang Xiaoming was up on stage accepting his award, the camera decided to pan to his recently divorced ex-wife, Angela Baby, to see her reaction. But what ended up trending is actually a photo of Yang Mi with a surprised looking reaction to something Angela Baby said because Yang Mi is looking right at Angela Baby. And now everyone on the internet was like, oh my gosh, what did Angela Baby just say about Huang Xiaoming? Because it seemed like Huang Xiaoming was up on stage, Angela Baby probably said something, and Yang Mi just turned around and was like, oh. <laughs> Dear in headlights, it's actually a very funny photo. <laughs> Then on the flip side, when Angela Baby was on stage, the camera panned to Huang Xiaoming. Sitting beside him was a Chinese megastar, uh, Li Bingbing, and they were chatting and everyone's like, ooh, who can lip read? What are they talking about? I just find it hilarious. Whoever is manning the cameras definitely knew how to stir up controversy with these camera pans. Another one is the two actors, Gong Jun and Liu Yuning, were sitting on stage the song was very, very cute, and I felt like I don't know why you two decided to sing this song. Um, the two of them had acted in The Legend of Anla together, and I'm still patiently waiting for that to drop. Sitting in the audience was Didi Reba, who was also their co-star, and she had this cute reaction, which was like, uh, what am I watching? <laughs> Fans' reactions were like, okay, Didi Reba, your two male co-stars are now singing and dancing on stage. You can go and conquer the empire and give it to them instead. This is an inside joke from the drama, but I thought it was quite funny. So overall, the event was just a smattering of, I would say, smaller and bigger fails with these added moments of awkwardness throughout the event. Many people have commented that this was a really, really fun event. Next year, don't, don't do, it. do it anymore. <laughs> Um, and usually for these red carpet events, the focus was on the biggest celebrities. And in China, what they'll do is they'll bucket the celebrities into different age groups. And for some reason, the Ba Wu Hua or the flowers of uh, 85, which essentially means women celebrities born between 1985 and uh, 1989, usually get the most headlines because A, they're typically the most well-dressed, and B, they generally have the most gossip, and C, they get the most awkward interactions on stage. And so this year was no different. These ladies were on stage wearing various haute couture, but organizers decided that, hey, props are needed for these ladies to receive their, you know, one of the numerous awards that nobody remembers. The ladies included, for one of the rounds, Yang Mi, Angela Baby, Liu Shishi, and Tong Liya. 
So what did the ladies all get? Yangmi ended up holding a cheesy bouquet of red roses. Angela Baby had some weird butterfly wings. Liu Shishi, poor Liu Shishi. <laughs> she ended up walking like four balloon corgis around on stage. And Tong Liya, what, just holding a massive teacup and just like posing with the teacup. Hong Kong actress Hui Yinghong or Kara Wei, who was supposed to just be a presenter of the awards, was literally pulled over to be like, hey, here is a pink fluffy side bag because Tang Yan didn't show up and they just wanted to give her something to do. She was not happy in that uh, in that scenario. She's like, what am I doing here? Everyone on stage by the end of it was so over the award and it was quite funny just to see them walk off stage with like, they're like plastered, like polite smiles and just be like, can we have this over with? <laughs> yes, the amount of secondhand awkwardness that I experienced while watching, even the photos was just palpable. I knew they all wanted to just GTFO. It was really funny though. And with that, let's round out today's podcast episode with a discussion of our favorite looks from the evening. My top picks include Liu Yifei's peacock dress by Eli Saab uh, from his spring collection for 2023. I thought it was quite nice. And I really did like Yangmi's red dress by Giambattista Valley from his uh, 2023 spring collection. I will say, though, I felt like I wasn't as stunned as I was before on the red carpet for this event. I felt like people generally played it very safe with a lot of black dresses and very like safe themes that I've seen from before. For example, Angela Baby. We will be nice and not name our worst dress list, but... Uh, you folks can go and try to find some photos and you decide for yourself um, who you thought was the best dressed and who you thought were not on that list. For me, Didi Raba was on my best dressed list. She had a whole Dior outfit ready to go for the red carpet, but she didn't walk it. She did show up to the event wearing a beautiful pink Giambattista Valley dress from his 2023 spring summer collection. Um, Gian Battista Valli definitely did supply a lot of dresses for the ladies of the event. She absolutely rocked her showing with that dress as well as being paired with her Mikimoto pearls. She, for the night, had the highest trending individual topic on Weibo that night. Dili Rapa is currently like a staple of the red carpet and honestly, when she's walking the red carpet, she's usually on the best dressed list. Karen thought Angela Baby played it quite safe with her George Hobeka dress, but I thought it was pretty nice. And lastly, for me, Gao Ye, one of the actresses from The Knockout, the smash hit The Knockout of this year, knocked it out of the park with a great gold and black dress. I can't find the designer, but I quite like it. As for the guys, everyone played it pretty safe, but best dressed will go to Xiao Zhen in his Elisab suit. All in all, this was a fun night, but the confusing direction from the organizers and lack of actual weight in any of the awards really makes this just a fun yet forgettable night. We'll be thinking back on the events that happened, the little interactions and the red carpet, but the awards itself, like we said, you did fine this time. Please make it better. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this In The Know podcast episode. We will catch you all in the next one.